0: Welcome back to another episode of Thomas on Tap, brought to you by Sourceify. My name is Nathan Resnick, your host. Today we are joined by Nicholas from Inbox Booster. Nicholas, thanks so much for coming on. Thank you. Thank you. I'm excited to be here. So I want to start by learning more about you. We were just catching up a little bit before the show. I know you are backed by Rycom. They're also Rycom, the founder. So, really curious to learn more about your journey. And then how you got to founding Inbox Booster.
1: So uh, I got in YC as a solo founder with just an idea. And uh, and so I, and, and this was working in compiler, so it's a solid for a different subject than the email deliverability. But I had just had sold my business, which happened to be an email. And uh, when I moved, uh, so uh give it a couple of years, we did some interesting things in compiler, but we were not able to go to product. Uh, and until, because uh, it was a really hard product to build, and uh, and when I moved back here, I moved to the US, I got my visa, I was able to move here, and I needed to make money really fast, so I went back into email, and then I realized that, because uh, people were calling me from YC, because uh, they knew I was uh, helpful, uh, and I realized that I could probably make a business out of that. And that the landscape, compared to what I knew 10 years ago, had changed tremendously, and it was actually becoming uh, fun to work in and interesting. Well, uh, 10 years ago, it was a little bit boring uh, when I stopped working that. So that's how I got back into it. Uh, and I'm actually pretty happy because I think uh, what we're doing is uh, actually important. So we're actually uh, happy, I'm happy to do that and uh, to work on it.
0: That's awesome. So most of our audience is either, you know, agency owners or e-commerce founders. So I'm curious, you know, how does Inbox Booster relate to them? What kind of tools are you providing to these brands? Let's dive into the use case. So uh, I assume,
1: I mean, most e-commerce shops have uh, uh, an email uh, newsletter program or a drip campaign. And sometimes it can be very, very sophisticated. A lot of companies are going to help with that. The problem they do omit is, are they reaching the inbox, first of all, like, uh, is there, and it's not about, is your e-commerce campaign performing, it's really, are you in inbox? And that's actually a question that uh, I'm not sure uh, most of your agents know the answer to. And the first thing about Inbox Booster is that we're going to tell, to, to, to tell that to you for you. So we're going to have a free tool, you can send your email there, and we'll tell you if you're in inbox. And you can do it yourself, but to do it yourself, you actually need to create a test account each time uh, you want to test. Because what happens with uh, Gmail, uh, because e-commerce post users are going to be on Gmail, uh, and it's the same for most of them, Our software spam filters. Because in Gmail, what happens is Gmail, if you send a couple of times the same emails, good. Gmail is super smart, so it will understand that uh, you want to receive that email. So they, it will put it in inbox, and for everybody else, it's going to be in spam. And so you have to be very careful here because, uh, it's actually very hard to figure out if you're in spam. Just that question is not obvious. So once you know that you're in spam or promotion, what do you want to do about it? Do you want to do something about it? Do you want to stop or not? And that's a question that all of your agents uh, should have an answer to, meaning, uh, you need to have your inbox. because to give you an idea, uh, you're going to lose, uh, depending on your audience. So for instance, we fixed, uh, Y Combinator newsletter. They were in promotion and spam on Gmail, and by uh, migrating them out of spam, uh, they reached thirty-five uh, percent click more on Gmail. So that is kind of a big increase for them. Or are talking clicks, like not options or anything. We're really talking about um, what they care about. So, uh, so this actually matters a lot. And you're talking about a huge brand that is actually not even trying to sell. Because we're talking about web they're just trying to uh, recruit founders here. So uh, so you can see that it's kind of already a, a problem for everybody. And if even YC, YC's email ends up in spam, then you as uh, an e-commerce uh, shop, you will have the prompt.
0: Makes sense. And and how do you work with providers like, let's say, like, Clavia and Yeltsin Bright? I mean, I know a lot of brands use Clavia. Some might use other tools like Sunlane. You know, do you work in unison with those tools? Are you competitive to those tools? I mean, what's kind of, you know, that look like from a sustainability standpoint? Because I think um, a lot of brands have flows and and certain, you know, steps already made within Clavia, And just kind of curious, you know, how can a brand that you is in-house or any of subscribers subscribing on Klaviyo work with you?
1: So so we're not competing with Clavio. The thing about Clavio is uh, they want to send your email uh, or some lane or whomever. They don't really care if you're in inbox or not. Uh, what they really give you is a good UI uh, with uh, best uh, practices and state-of-the-art uh, the deliverability, so it's working. The fact that it's working or not is not really their problem. The fact that you're selling or not selling is not their problem. You can talk to support, but they don't really care. There is nobody who's going to help, and we're the only ones who can say, okay, you're in spam because of that. And how does it work within, for instance, Clavio? You send yourself a test email. So when you go on inbox booster, you're going to get given two test addresses. Uh, and it's free. And uh, you send test emails using those two test addresses uh, uh, to uh, click and then you click uh, that uh you send the email, you click this button, and then we're going to analyze your email coming from. But it has to be sent from Clavio, for instance, or from mail and you need to use uh, something as close as possible to uh, to the real thing. And that's how we all know if you're in spam. And the thing is uh, Clavio, for instance, uh, they they have uh, a vested interest to not tell you because if you actually, if you were actually ending up in spam and, uh, mm-hmm. and then, then it would create a lot of supers for them. So they would rather uh, you're at, not not telling and they have to talk to them and they don't really care about uh, this is something they don't want to uh, offer
0: to their customers. Got it. Uh, uh, so, so then, so e-commerce brand kind of I mean, maybe walk us through our use tools of how to work with Inbox Booster to really, you know, increase, sort of, I would assume, in turn, increase revenue. If you have any, you know, use cases that you can talk about, I think our listeners will really yeah, sure. be interested. Sure, 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 sure.
1: So, uh, for instance, uh, in the case of e-commerce companies, they all have, uh, you know, so, so there's two types of e-commerce companies we've seen. Uh one with flows like, uh, for instance, an abandoned cart and send an email after five days and an email after 10 days to try to get back the order. And there is also the newsletter, like, uh, okay, we are send a newsletter once per week or once per month to sell. In both cases, you absolutely need to test that your email are going to inbox and you'll see three types of results if you're not in inbox. The first question is you might get it in promotion. So the first question you need to ask yourself, is this something you want to fix? Because for some customers, we're advising to not fix because, say, for instance, uh, you're selling uh, travel, which is not an e-commerce. So It's an e-commerce, but not uh, actual goods. Say you're selling travel, then pe- to, the recipients, when they're going to, to look at this kind of emails, they, they're going to look at that specific time and date. So so the fact of being in promotion is not necessarily a, a bad thing for you. So this is the first question you want to ask yourself is, if you're in spam, then you need to do something. There is no question. But if you're in promotion, it is really a, a business question. So assuming you want to do something about it, the second question is to understand why. And that handbook booster will tell you when you'll be, uh, because we're automatically going to analyze your email. If we detect you being in spam, for instance, on Gmail, we'll tell them why. And you can have uh, uh, three different answers. One, uh, you can have uh, a technical configuration problem. Like, for instance, say Clavio is not configured correctly, the DNS are not right. We'll tell you who's uh, the guy to fix. Two, your, uh, your domain reputation might, be, might, might have a problem. Like for the, the email, so we know that uh, this email should work, but it's not working because of your domain reputation. So this is kind of, uh, this means that you need to figure out why recipients don't like your email. We have guides for that. And there is, a, and you can help if you need. And there is a third level, which is a, a specific word in your email is triggering the spam filters. So for instance, so, so we've seen that a lot. And sometimes a specific word will send you to promotion or to spam. So you need to remove that word. So, uh, 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 so we've had a customer, for instance, uh, they imported an image from some somewhere else and, uh, in their header and that is sending everything to spam. So it just happened yesterday. So this is the kind of things we'll detect. And those things are most of that are free. So you can use it for free on our platform. What we're going to charge for is if you want us to look to check your emails regularly, uh on a daily basis and then we're going to do we're going to do all this work for you uh for you, and the pricing is on the website and all that. But all of that, like the test to the resolution, is basically free. And you can do that. And this is why you should do that uh, if you're an e commerce uh shop. You at the very least want to check your emails once per, per month. If it's like uh, over thirty percent of your revenue, you probably want to do it once per week. And Makes
0: so sense.
1: Uh, and we have we have customers' uh, emails like eighty percent of their revenue, uh, so they so they are uh, being checked every day. But this is better uh, on our paid plan that uh, we check that.
0: Yeah, it makes sense. This, I think it's really interesting because not many people in commerce think about deliverability. I mean, most people are just VL or sending you know, whatever the platform they use, which is a front end and oftentimes doesn't really, you know, they really look at. It. So, the deliverability of those emails, right? And doesn't like give you statistics around that. So, I think, you know, inbox booster, a you know, unique tool to help these brands make sure that these emails are actually getting sent. You mentioned some statistics of, you know, revenue coming from 30%. Of, of, email. I'm curious because I think a lot of brands want to benchmark, you know, how much of the revenue should be coming from email. Do you have any kind of statistics that you've seen from the data that you have in terms of, you know, and this million dollar brand and this 10 million dollar brand and based on those ballparks, but you know, 30% of my revenue should be coming from email. You know, how do you think an e-commerce brand should look at that?
1: So the, Basically, the problem of e-commerce is uh, you can acquire customers uh, easily, your margin isn't that huge, so you need to be very careful, and you, you want to get repeat customers. And that's kind of what email will give you. And, uh, and so you need to be very uh, cognizant about that. Uh, and everything has, so, so sorry, to answer uh, in, a, in a nutshell, at least 10% of your revenue should be coming from email if you do it properly, depending on what you sell, of course, because some products are really one time only. Uh, but if you're not getting 10% of your revenue from those repeat, from those customers, there is something either with this, what you're selling or with how you're selling to them. But in general, this is at the very least of the minimum metrics you should get. And you should get that with very, very minimal effort. Like, uh, for instance, uh, you can create flows with the trip uh, campaigns and all that. If you send a newsletter that's well done, you should get them. This is once per month or every let let's say once every two to three months, actually, you should get that. That's kind of the minimum. Everything, this is, and this is kind of the minimum you should sell because, uh, you can try to be, uh, very smart about it, but, and it will increase that the value, but that's kind of the minimum. And if you're not there, I would start with that. And I wouldn't try to be, uh, super smart about it. I wouldn't, uh, I would just send, okay, this is a newsletter with my really cool product. I know you'll buy that. Uh, please buy it because you like me. You like my product, you like my website, you like what I'm yeah. saying. I would start Got with that. It. And, and that. then, for some businesses, uh, to just one more thing, some businesses, it can it, it can be kind of 80% of the revenue. It really depends because some businesses are going to sell only screenouts. And this is uh, what
0: Interesting. Makes sense. I'm curious when you think of the pricing structure of, you know, a provider like Clovio because one thing that we saw in the SMS world with tools like you know, PostScript or Via Customers or there were so many SMS providers, you know, to me they're like a commodity, right? They're just a nice UI, UX on top of a, you know, uh, Twilio configuration or whatever it may be that actually is the one sending these SMS messages. And so I'm curious, you know, for you being an expert in email, what do you think about the processing structure of tools like Clavio? You know, what should people be looking out for? So,
1: uh, the market in email is actually, is pretty, it's the same as, uh, it's not the same as SMS. In SMS, there is a cost to send an SMS. Uh, the, the thing also, but with email, it's basically free to send an email. Uh, so every, so it's the, uh, your ultimate commodity. We even open source an email server, so you can send email for free. There's no reason. So if you're paying, you're really paying for uh, more the CRM layer and the pricing structure of those people, there, there is really a, Two business models in that space. One, you sell to really big companies or to the really small ones. The, if you sell to the really small ones, you want kind of uh, a normal uh, an entry point, price point, and uh, a fee per And if you sell to the, to the large one, like a sandwich, for instance, you want, uh, you're going to negotiate the price and you want a higher volume. The thing is, what I do believe is that this model is uh, it's done. It's not going to work uh, much longer because people are receiving too many emails now, so you really need to kind of think uh, ahead. And one of the things we've seen, uh, for instance, uh, I mentioned like Combinator, but to actually reduce the number of emails they were sending, because they were sending to a part, they had a, a content problem that we identified, but they also had a, a sending problem. They were sending to people who hadn't opened their email uh, in the last 10 years, uh, and they and we just stopped sending to them. And that's this combination of fixes, fix the problem. but. What happens is people are re- like, for example, how many emails do you receive per day?
0: Two men a dozen, they do do as 100 at this point.
1: So you're not going to receive more and sending you more emails will not help. And if anything, it will create some kind of uh, 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 a habit effect. So you're going to read the, uh, for a specific summer, you're going to read less and less. Now, if I send you an email once per month, you might actually be more interested <laughs> in it and you'll be more careful. If it's well-crafted, so we're moving from a quantity to a quality world. And this is why we're here. This is uh, basically we're helping to increase the quality of
0: your email. Yeah, I'm um, curious too, because you talked about my like, comment about, you know, clean its list, its list basically, right? And if you like a lot of bands, don't spend time and don't even think about cleaning their list, what do you think should be standard practice? You know, if someone yeah. has an opened email in six months or a year, should it be on your list? What, what is the standard practice there?
1: So the best practice is one, uh, you shouldn't look at open because open was, is too unreliable. It's not, it doesn't work like, uh, and it's not portable between providers. So be very careful with open. I, what, what's recommended is your engaged segment is everybody who has clicked in your email from the last 90 days that provided you're sending once per week. Uh, the second thing you want to do is, uh, so, that's, so that's those are the people you want to send to. Everybody else is a boss. So you first should start sending to those people, see how they react. And then you need to ex, you can extend, the, expand a little bit who you're selling to, to part of the people who are inactive. And then second segment is going to be 90 days to 190 days. So that's three to six months. Uh, those are the people you have a good chance of re-engaging. And then everybody else need to be very, very careful. So that's kind yeah. of the, that's, we just best practices are.
0: Makes a lot of sense. Well, Nicholas, thanks so much for coming on E Commerce on Tap. If our listeners want to get in touch with you, where can they find you and follow you? So they can
1: go on inboxbooster.com and uh, they can directly book a meeting with me there if they want because there is a link to do that. They can sign up and they can test the product.
0: Awesome. Nicholas, thank you again. And thank you, everyone, for listening in to this episode of E Commerce on Tap brought to you by Sourceify.